Welcome to week two of Radio Rehab Storyteller Series, and thanks to everyone that has tuned in for the last week's debut. We've been getting lots of great feedback, which I really appreciate, and this is going to be an awesome week of shows. If you're new to Radio Rehab, we do a daily show now where there's a guest host who's in for the week, and we have daily topics. If you like what you hear or have ideas or questions or comments, we will give you the contact info at the end of today's episode. This week, Mark F. joins us in studio. Give it a listen. It starts uh, right now. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to another episode of Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, here in studio with producer Shar and friend of the show and guest host, Mark F. TGIF, am I right? That's right. You got any big weekend plans now that it's Friday? Um, well, I'm not going to do drugs and I'm not going to drink. And other nice. than that, I have no idea. Nice. Okay. What I do, hopefully, um, I'm going to do something really cool, like um, bury my face in my cats. Yeah. I really am obsessed with my cats yeah. to the point where it's probably unhealthy. But um, no, I'll, I'll probably... Oh, wait, I have a memorial service to go to. It's going to be that kind of a weekend. All right, well, that just brought down the mood. I know. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to open the show. um, I think we'll put Bauhaus on. (laughs) We'll close the show with, like, Bella Lugosi's Dead or something. Okay. And we'll go go all goth. It'll be a dark show. Sure. Um, So, uh, what we're doing now, in case you don't know, it's a daily show. Mark has been here all week. Um... We have gone home in between episodes, of course. Every but, episode. Yeah. yeah. But we've been here all week, and um, that's the new incarnation of Radio Rehab. If you would like to send us topics or things you would like to hear um, people talk about, people in recovery talk about, then I will give you the contact information at the end of the show. So this being the last, the end of the week, the, the topic is the end of your run. So what I would like to talk about today is the end of your run. How did you get clean and sober? What happened at the end? Yeah. Uh, so hopefully I don't go over here. That's okay. Uh, all right. So, um, you know, uh, I need to like put it into context like a little bit before I go into it, you know. Okay. But, um, uh, you know, when I was like using – um, I was like, uh, heavily involved with a cr- criminal element, uh-huh. right? Um, yeah. probably like most people are, uh, but like it was always kind of looked at as like prison being this like sort of finishing school, right? Right. Or like almost like, you know, um, you know, you have, you weren't really made until you had like done like your first prison term kind of thing, you know? So like, I always knew that that would be a thing, you know, I kind of like, um, was like preparing for that. Right. Uh huh. And, you know, ultimately, um, what happened was, you know, I, I, uh, I, I robbed a drug dealer. Right. Right. And, um, as one does, as one does. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he got a little dinged up in mm-hmm. the exchange. Um, and so, uh, you know, I had to go to the hospital and stuff. And well, like my mind was like, well, this guy's a drug dealer and I just ripped him off for, you know, uh, drugs and drug money. Mm-hmm. So like, and he's like pretty well known in the area that he's in. So like, he's probably not going to go to the cops, but I was like totally wrong about that. Wow. They, like went, So 
Yeah, because that's usually not something that happens. It's like, yeah. you know, like, hey, I gave that hooker $50 and she didn't even give me a blowjob. You know, it's like, yeah, you yeah, usually yeah. don't people go to the cops for things like that. Yeah, usually not. But yeah, this guy did. So anyways, I was like, um, you know, I was on the run for like a long time from that where I was like, the next day they put like me in the newspaper and then it was oh. like they were they had this like crime stoppers show where they were showing my picture and stuff and it was like a whole thing you know so finally um when i did go to prison i was like you would think that like this was like my wake up call right right where i'm like it's time you know um and instead uh of like using this opportunity to get sober, I was like, I'm gonna use this opportunity to get the fuck into it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, that's what I did. Like, I assimilated into uh, like, you know, prison life um, very well, right? And mm-hmm. I like, whatever like trouble there was to get into, I was like getting into it. Right. Know? And, um, you know, ultimately, I just, I kept getting in like more and more trouble, right? And I was supposed to be down for two years, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they add time to your sentence when you, when you get like, uh, you know, infractions. Yeah. And like, to put it into perspective, it's like, um, if you do something minor, like get into a fight, they add like 15 days to your sentence. You know, if you do something like major, they can add like, three months, four months, something like that. And, you know, I was down almost like a whole extra year, Uh you know? And I started out like um, a level two prison, which is like, it's still rough, you know? Uh Uh, But it's not like super rough. But, uh, you know, the more I got in trouble, the more my like points went up. And the points is what they use to determine what kind of prison they're going to send you to. And Uh every time you go up a level, the level of violence is like, greatly increased you know right and um so you know i ended up at a level three the end of uh you know the last year of my sentence and um it was like man that place was scary you know right were there drugs in there oh no there's drugs everywhere okay like i was pretty much high not every day that i was down but a lot right you know um, like a lot, a lot. Uh, and you know, so I was not trying to go to meetings or be sober or anything. Mm-hmm. I was trying to like get drugs, sell drugs, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was at, uh, Pleasant Valley was the name, uh, very ironic prison name. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, Pleasant Valley. Yeah. I was at Pleasant Valley and it was like horrifying, you know, but, um, there was like, uh, you know, when I was there, uh, a riot was going to kick off, right? It's like this thing of where, you know, uh, basically one group is going to attack another group, you know? Right. And if yeah. you're a part of like either group and you're like, I'm good off this. I don't want to like be a part of this. They'll just kill you. You know what right. I mean? So like yeah. you don't really, it's not much of have a, a choice. choice yeah. Right. And so, but even still, I was like, you know, if you're when a riot happens, it's kind of like a big deal, you know, like mm-hmm. if, um, you know, the, the, you know, two years I had done up to that point was like, if a riot happened at another prison, 
they'd be talking about it like the week after at the prison you were at kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's kind of a big deal. Oh right? yeah. And sometimes if they're big enough, they'll like lock down all the prisons in the area, you know? Right. Um, and so even though I, like I was getting like kind of a little bit excited about it, you know? Cause I was like, well, part of me was like, I'm going to go through my whole, like this whole term and I won't have like been in a riot, you know, uh-huh. just like give you kind of an idea of like my Where stupid ass at. mindset. Like I'd hate to get out of here and have it all had been wasted on the fact that I didn't have a riot. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Total, right? total addict mindset. I get it. Ridiculous. Right. And so, you know, um, ultimately what happened, you know, of course it didn't go the way that I thought it would go. Right. Right. Um, like, I mean, I can, I got um, a little dinged up to where I don't remember a lot of what happened because I was like I semi-conscious right. or unconscious or whatever. Uh, and I had to go like to the hospital after that and stuff, you know. But like, I mean, the parts of it that I do remember was like a lot like the beginning of like Saving Private Ryan, you know, like uh, people like, like wander, like, you know, um, wandering like covered in blood you know what i right. mean all disoriented and like i like mean dog day afternoon or... it was literally i i mean uh, like a movie or something you right know? and um so after that um i went to the shoe uh, are you familiar with I that? know what I watch so I'm like obsessed with murder porn you know <laughs> forensic files like yeah. I, I feel like I yeah I, I feel like I could have done 15 years in prison just based on the fact that I've watched so much so many <laughs> documentaries and I'm like obsessed with it and fascinated so yes I know what the shoe is yeah well for the listeners out there it's a segregated housing unit and it's like um, uh, it's commonly referred to as the hole right right it's somewhere you don't want to go oh man it is awful and it's like they come by uh and they give you a book a week you know i didn't even know they did that yeah but here's the problem is like for me i'll read a book in like especially if that's all there is to do you know yeah, and then like a day if that yeah you know like i i mean think about if you didn't have to do all this stuff in your you know what i mean right you'd be able to like just really sit boom yeah. oh yeah and and you start to go a little crazy in there like legitimately um like we take for granted like how much like social and human interaction how important it is to like your mental health right you know what and i mean air. yeah yeah and, and you i mean uh you can literally start to feel your like sanity start to slip in there Shit. you know right and um and you know i i started to like think about how i i wasn't really made for for this you know like and i kind of like i wanted more you know uh-huh. and then the other thing was like um you know i was at that time i was married but it was like a marriage of convenience oh you know what right I mean? right um uh to another inmate a man uh, oh my god <laughs> i'm trying not to react because you could have been telling the truth yeah, and no, I, uh, not that there's anything bo- be- wrong with two guys being married in a prison i no, don't know no but okay. i think in those so days were... it was still illegal in california but, oh well, okay. but no um, well either way i have no judgment on that okay yeah. that, that's why i was trying not to make any nor I, nor even I. though i was like shot i was like really your eyes but... shot open a little bit but yeah. <laughs> uh so anyways okay um and uh 
I was married and she like sent me a letter that was basically like, you know, look, you're, I signed up to do this for like two years, you know, and, and like, you're still gone. And- yeah. Now we're coming up on three and like, I can't even like visit cause you're, you're like in the hole. Right. And you know, um, I've been hanging out with this other dude anyways. So like pretty much done. You right. Know? And um, all these things kind of like came together to where I decided that when I got out, I would give it, give it a, a shot, give sobriety a shot. And, you know, up to that point, um, it never even crossed my mind. You know, I was like the whole time I was down, I was like, as soon as I get out, here's how I'm going to do things differently. Right. When I start- here's how I'm going to not get caught. Yeah. Keep doing the same shit. Yeah. When I start selling again, it's going to go down. Like, yeah. This Nobody's going to even know? be able to find me. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And like, um, you know, my mom, I started like talking to her a little bit and she was like, well, she didn't believe in me at all. And uh-huh. for good reason. Oh, totally. You know? And, um, you know, all, Ultimately, like, it's kind of, um, you know, the time I spent in prison was horrible and mm-hmm. it was like misery every day. But like, if I hadn't have done that, like if I had just gone into like county jail for like uh, three months, mm-hmm. I would have been out and like totally. doing the same thing, you know? Yep. And, um, you know, so, so my mom basically sent me this letter and she was like, I'll pay for you to go into like sober living for 30 days, you know? And, um, and so, and she made me like sign this little handwritten contract oh, that she wrote. That was that's like, so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I signed it and sent it back to her and, uh, you know, I got out and, um, I decided like I was going to do everything the way that, the way that they told me to do it, you know? Right. Um, so I got out, I went into the sober house and, um, you know, I did 90 meetings in 90 days. I got a sponsor lickety split uh-huh. you know and um you know it didn't take me long to become house manager of that house and you know i just i did everything exactly how how um you know it was suggested to do it right right um and yeah and it worked out okay dude i think it worked out really great no it worked out great yeah that's no that's awesome i totally i i was the same way when i came in i was like you know what Obviously, I've been half-assing things. I'm going to do it the way it's supposed to be done. Whole ass. Yeah, because yeah. a whole ass. Exactly. Yeah. With my whole ass. Because <laughs> my mom used to say, like, if you put half into recovery, what you put into getting loaded, you yeah. could, like, run the planet. Well, it's crazy. Like, you see it. Boy, was I an effective, you know, dope fiend. But yeah. it's like, yeah, when you do everything that they tell you to do, those those suggestions are there for a reason. Like, yeah. you should do 90 and 90. Yeah. Should probably do 365 in the first 365. Yeah. Um, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did 365 meetings my first year. Yeah, nice. Maybe even a few more added on top of that. You go, girl. Yeah, because I mean, I did not want it. I didn't want my misery refunded. Yeah. But I know I. That's I think that's really cool that you had that decision in prison. So you got sober. Did you stop doing drugs? You were sober in prison for a little bit then. Like a little bit, not very long, you know. But you had like a couple weeks or whatever. Yeah, maybe. But I still count like my sobriety day as the day that I got out, you know? Because that's when you made the decision. That's the day that it right. changed. Plus, that day has a lot of significance to me, you know? Yeah. Plus, I'm a big believer in like the uh, achievement day, you know? 
yeah. uh, for like everybody, not just for, cause like as like, uh, alcoholics we celebrate our achievement day is the day we got sober you yeah know, but i think normal people should have an achievement day too oh my god normal people people should have a program of recovery too yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. quit with the whining but yeah no i totally i totally think so yeah everybody there's so many things about recovery that i feel like the world will be better if everybody just kind of adopted that yeah. like if you just had that little thing or like even some of the stupid catchphrases are helpful <laughs> I mean, not all of them, but yeah, some yeah. of them are helpful, but no, I think that's a really, that's a really great story. So I like, I love how your story ended up. Obviously I'm glad that you're sober and I'm glad that, that you're doing what you're doing with the SLE. Will you tell us about the SLE one more time? Yeah. So, um, uh, you can visit our website at www.secondchancesobriety.com. Is that second spelled out or is it the number two? No, it's second spelled out. Okay. And um, from there, you can see our 800 number and um, you can like us on Facebook from there. There's like a link to like us on Facebook. If anybody listening could like us on Facebook, that would be uh, awesome. Yeah, that would actually be preferable. Yeah. If you're listening, you should like something on Facebook. Yeah, there's still like I a little pop-up that way. comes up. Right. So second chance. Sobriety. Dot com. Dot com. And that's the sober livings that are in the San Jose area, and they will be able to find a link, or they'll be able to find um, all the information they need on the website. Yeah, everything's there. Or on the Facebook page. Thank you so much for being here this week, Mark. Yeah. It has been an awesome week. You've been a great show, uh, great co-host and friend of the show. It's been really fun. Uh, like I was saying earlier, if you guys have topics you would like us to, to discuss, you can write us. It's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511. Even when we're not in the studio, we will get the message or the text. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. And we here at Radio Rehab would also like it if you would like our Facebook page. And also subscribe to us on iTunes. And like us on iTunes and tell your friends because this is now a daily show. And coming up next week, uh, Doug will be our guest host. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend and don't get loaded. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll